Yes, the recording is in progress. You are listening to another episode of The Sports Cave as it is a post-NFL divisional round across the NFL. A bunch of shit happened in the NBA. Yes, Uh, it did. Lakers are hot. What's up with the Nets? Lakers making trades. It's going to be very Lakerish, if you ask me, this episode of The Sports Cave. Uh, We got a firing in the NHL. We have a trade in MLB. We got to recap some UFC. And then uh, eventually we'll spit out some news. Um, Zach, you're already aware of the news I've talked to you about in the past, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Zach, I'm Robbie. This is another episode of the sports. Say, what are you going to say? Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome. That's what you're going to say. I haven't been I haven't been introduced yet. You know, I was waiting for. I was waiting for an introduction. Oh, 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 I got you. I got you. So you saw me dancing around. um, Oh yeah, I did. I was dancing around to this song. Are you ready? Yeah. Take it away, Wiz. We the boys. Jesus fucking Christ. We the boys. We the boys. You ain't making noise. I feel like you're gonna get in trouble for playing this whole you know, like demonetize, even though we don't make any money on this anyways, but you you're right, because the word doesn't get spread. I'll tell you what, I don't know if Isaiah <laughs> or my dad will be spreading any word um after yeah, hearing that's um I haven't had a chance to look in the chat. I'm sure you can update the chat of what's um there's not just Bob a couple a couple Bob lines. Um <laughs> is Isaiah Wild Blaze? Yes, that's Isaiah. We got we got three from him. Uh, go Lakers! Dak is still my superhero. Kevin, welcome, welcome, Kevin again. Uh, <laughs> you look as I gotta uncover this here. Quote from Bob Clark. Okay, quote, not a Zach Rowan quote. Bob Clark quote. Mm-hmm. You look as retarded as Dak throwing the ball. That's your quarterback there getting forty five million dollars to. Yeah, that was um. Well, I guess we uh, we really have no other choice but to start with the Cowboys. We don't. Um, Kevin, what's up? I hope your Monday's okay because we all know what happened to them, Bills. We'll get into that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we will get into that. Um, um, the Cowboys and the 49ers is where we have to lead off because this was, Zach, as much as I hate the fucking Dallas Cowboys, I hate, hate, hate the Cowboys. If the Patriots aren't on, for me, it's the next like closest game I want to watch. I'm not going to lie. Their fan base. Yeah, they they are. Yeah, they're excited team too sometimes. But I mean, that game was just. I think it was. I can't remember if it was last podcast, the podcast before, when we were talking about Dak. And I think the the one thing we said about him is that he could be if he could just stop being so inconsistent. He could probably be a top ten quarterback. But again, like it shows, he has one hell of a week, and then comes back with that fucking game. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, um, Isaiah says, hate us because they ain't us good because I don't want to be eliminated. Every yeah, I've... unfortunately, Isaiah, you guys are the Toronto Maple Leafs of the NFL world. Yeah, yeah. We're worth a shit ton of money, but we never win fuck all. So let's talk about the Cowboys. I think uh, Mike McCarthy did the best he could with what he had to work with. Um, I think a lot of times they went four and fourth down, and understandably so when your kicker misses four PATs, it's hard to to have any trust in him. Now, I, and the four, 
that was the for, the one that got blocked. I think we all saw the trajectory of that one in that fucking uh, yeah yeah what's in that game? game there that yeah. was going sixty five feet left. Yes, um, the defense for the Dallas Cowboys played tremendous. I think Diggs yeah. dropped an interception that could have really been a momentum swinger for the Cowboys. Shit happens. That's why he plays corner, not wide receiver. That's why they say most wide receivers turn the corner because they can't catch the ball. Um, Tony Pollard did what he could before he got that injury. C.D. Lamb stepped up. Uh, Dalton Schultz did pretty good up until, you know, the catch prior to that debacle of a play that they ran. Um, if I had to put the blame on anybody, I'm putting on two people. Put on Dak Prescott yep. and offensive oh coordinator God, yeah. Dylan Moore. Uh, Dak Prescott was absolutely terrible. Dak Prescott, brutal. just as mediocre that game than some of these quarterbacks I have here on my list from when I first uh, made it. So Dak Prescott went from being a top 10 to borderline top 5 quarterback performance against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to playing at the same level as Russell Wilson from what we saw all year long. Mitch Trubisky, Sam Darnold, Mariota, Davis Mills, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, Mac Jones, that that that's where he he was yeah. absolutely terrible. And Brutal. this isn't tough a to watch line issue. This isn't a wide receiver tight end issue. Did they lose power? Yes. But this is an issue between Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore. As far as I'm concerned, the Cowboys fans were so in on Kellen Moore, so in on Kellen Moore. And the one thing I love to say, we have a top defense or a top offense. No, you don't. Yeah, you obviously don't. not. You beat up on the shitty teams like you're supposed to, hence why you put up 50 points against the Indianapolis Colts. But when it comes said and done to facing the good teams, you can't do shit. May I remind yeah. you, the first game of the year was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You only got, I think, three points. You only got up to that many. I believe you are. I think you are correct. When you face that. Go ahead. Like, what do, what do you do with that team now? I mean, do, do you go with, you, I guess you you got to at least look at other possibilities besides Dak. I'll tell you what I would do, Zach, honestly. It'll never happen, but this is what I would do. Well, this is going to be unrealistic. Beep, 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 beep. Hey, Green Bay, what's it going to take for Aaron Rodgers? We'll include Dak Prescott. Beep, 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 beep. Hey, Baltimore, what's it going to do for Lamar Jackson? What's it going to take? We'll include Dak Prescott. Well, Lamar Jackson, I feel like, is a lot more reasonable than Aaron Rodgers. They're both no, 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 no. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why Aaron Rodgers is reasonable. Okay. okay. With the team that they have currently constructed right now, are they not a championship perennial team? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, well, they absolutely are. I, and Isaiah, listen closely because I'm talking good about your Cowboys. They are a championship caliber team. Defensively, Micah Parsons, uh, Trayvon Diggs, Leighton Vanderesh. Demarcus Lawrence, they have a very, very good defense. All right. And reminder, if Brown didn't get hurt and missed the rest of the year, they have a great guy on the other side of Trayvon Diggs in the corner. Zeke, Zeke's got to go. Zeke's a goal line guy, and that's yeah. it. Money that's you go with Pollard. You're wasting your money. And honestly, that's on the fans again because the fans pushed because they really want Zeke. Well, guess what? You got him. Zeke isn't anything close to what he was his rookie season. And honestly, I think that's a giant are going to use the leverage against Saquon, but we'll get to that in a little bit. You can't tell me, Zach, that if the Cowboys didn't have Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson as their quarterback in that playoff game, in these playoff games, 
that the Cowboys aren't being talked about going to the NFC Championship game. They Dude, I honestly think even if maybe they had fucking Cooper Rush play that game. You know what? And I think it's crazy to talk, and I still do, but it brings a compelling argument because Cooper Rush runs the ball and makes the necessary throws when needed to where Dak, Dak is just, just reckless with that fucking goes for, football. He goes for the fucking flashy play. He goes for the big play. And I'll tell you what else. All these lower body injuries to Dak Prescott, he's not the same Dak Prescott when he first got into the league. He's not as mobile as he once was. He can get you your five or six yards, but Dak Prescott used to be able to run across the first down hashtag. He'd be yeah. able to go right across that tag. He can't do that anymore. Dak Prescott is a limited pocket quarterback, and that was never his strong suit. Never. Dak was known for rolling out and making plays happen when needed, and now he has the inability to do so like he used to. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. I mean, well, some pretty serious fucking injuries he got, too, so that makes sense. Yes. You're not going to come back 100% from those. He's got a bionic leg now. He's probably got a metal rod or something in there. Uh, I think it's a fibula injury for Tony Pollard. And for Dak Prescott, he probably has a plane in his ankle. Yeah, but Pollard didn't break anything, though, did he? No, I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, I think I saw it was a fractured fibula. Not sure. No shit. Um, but the Cowboys. He's got got a lot of time to recover. (laughs) Cowboys receive. Here's the other problem, too, with the Cowboys and pertaining to Dak Prescott more so than just the Cowboys in general. Two things. One, Dalton Schultz, you got to get your fucking foot in on that. That's an easy two-foot thing. You're supposed to drag the other foot. He didn't do so. He stepped out of bounds. What a mistake that was. Two, Dak. All season long, it's it's very easy to say that CeeDee Lamb's the best wide receiver in football. You know how many games that they were in close and he continuously threw the ball to Noah Brown? Not Michael Gallup, the second highest paid receiver or probably the highest paid receiver behind CeeDee Lamb because CeeDee's got the rookie contract. I'm not sure. Not to Michael Gallup, not to CeeDee Lamb, to Noah Brown. And lastly, that last play that they ran for the lateral is right there with the Indianapolis points. Oh, my God, yeah. It's right there what with the, the fuck. Points. One of the worst play designs I've ever seen. That, see that's, that video? that's a trying to get too cute moment. And it fucked you over because you only got nine yards. Congratulations. Did you see the video of the guy just absolutely destroy Zeke? Superman punching through his television. Oh, I did actually see that. Yeah. First of all, I never I saw so many videos of Cowboys fans breaking their TVs. And um the only thing I want to ask is um what the fuck is wrong with you guys? It's not your one thousand dollar TV that your that your franchise sucks. Yeah. I just it was blowing me away. I seen the one guy fucking smash his TV on the floor on his uh pavement outside his driveway and just immediately got into the driver's seat of his car and I'm assuming went to was driving to buy a new TV. Probably. It's all for the little, you know, ten seconds yeah. we got. But the cowboy season comes to an end. It comes to and an end moves on. Again. Uh, this is the second year in a row that they've eliminated the Cowboys because last year, last year, I mean, that was just instead of the referee for the spike, and that's what cost him the game. And this year, Dak Prescott threw. Yeah, but also the ref took a fucking fair amount of time to set that ball too. You're supposed to hand the ball to the referee no matter what. The referee marks. I I, I personally think Cowboys got a little hose last year. This year, 
Dak Prescott lost. In the Even that, he was only going to have one second left, and the ball was 30 yards away from the end zone. Good luck. Good fucking luck. Still got a shot. Didn't they just need a field goal to tie it? No, they. I, I'm pretty sure they needed a touchdown. I'm going to Google right now. Google that right now. I'm pretty sure they needed a touchdown. Um, yeah. It's like what I said Zach, uh, last week, Zach. Do you remember what I said? What did you say? I actually, uh, I, I cannot uh, remember. Against the Buccaneers like they won the Super Bowl. Oh, my apologies. You uh, were, in fact, correct. Yep. Oh, no, that was last night I'm looking at. Oopsies. I'm a... <laughs> Cowboy, you heard what I said? Cowboys, oh, sorry, what did you say? Cowboys fans celebrated that victory against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like it was their fucking yeah. super. They did. Well, take, you want to know why? Ahead of yourselves when you win one fucking game in the playoffs. You got to chill. Got, they did celebrate that Super Bowl because that is their Super Bowl. Like my father, who went out and was trashing Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and celebrating the Cowboys. You know, you've seen plenty coming of at you, Bob. Absolutely, you've seen plenty of Super Bowls in this time, and I've never seen you celebrate a Cowboys victory more so than you did last week. Like you won the Super Bowl, and Isaiah well, celebrated that, like that too. That was their Super Bowl this year, pal. If you think that's, about it, that's a damn shame. That's pathetic, and that's a goddamn shame, Zach. I'm pretty sure I was associating myself with you when the Cleveland Browns destroyed the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs. I don't think you celebrate yep. like the fucking Super Bowl. You're like, all right, we're on to the next. Yeah, I was excited, and then my still to this day, Browns got shot in that game against KC. I know it was years ago. We got shafted, but to celebrate because it took you twenty two, twenty three years to beat Tom Brady. Yeah. Jesus Christ! You, it, well, cel- you can celebrate. You can celebrate. You can celebrate, but like, but let's let's fucking you're at a six right now. Let's crank you back to about a three. You know, mm-hmm. drop you down to about a two and a half. Yeah, yeah, but clearly they had it at a 12 out of the 10. Understandably, like, I don't get it. Um, talk about the 49ers really quick. Yep. How embarrassing is it that Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the NFL draft, Brock Purdy, outperformed a quarterback and paid $45 million. He's made $95 million from last year and this year. How yeah. embarrassing not even just outperformed, like was in a whole different league. Right. And I'm not even saying that Purdy had like that fantastic of a game. That is just how garbage of a game Prescott had. Yeah. But you know what? Purdy, he's definitely been the story of the year for at least the second half anyways. What does he want now? Seven in a row, I think he's won? Seven and oh is a starter. I mean, that's impressive. Seven and oh is a starter. And um, the Niners offense didn't get going whatsoever and the defense held the Cowboys to 12 points and Purdy made the right plays when needed. Kittle made an unbelievable catch. Jaffrey yep. was doing his thing. It, it, it's a goddamn shame. What is this? They doing that yeah. shit and then we prove you sons of bitches wrong and you're mad that we're hype? Who said that? Isaiah. <laughs> oh, Isaiah's flexing up there. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Zach. Yep. It will be uh, an Army Ranger. At least he doesn't have to worry if he gets deployed, you know, before the Super Bowl. At least he doesn't have to worry about missing out on the Cowboys losing the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true, eh? Hey, you can look at it that way. Well, you're battling for uh, the freedom of your country. You won't have to watch your shitty football team lose. There we go. I'm glad you and I are in the same same you know, track here. 
glad we're on the same track here. You know what? It's I honestly I, I wanted San Fran to win that game. I no. I think can can we agree that this was kind of a, I don't want to say like a this this football weekend didn't really reach my expectations. I don't know. I had I guess I had some high ones set with the games. Really? Like Sat- Saturday was impressive. The, the, I mean, I guess I, I was pretty disappointed in the Bills and Bengals game. Really? You're disappointed in the Bills. Oh my God! I was talking to Kevin today about it at work, and I mean that was that was a different Buffalo Bills team. I don't know if it was the Buffalo Bills playing bad or the Bengals just fucking having like playing at absolutely incredible, but what? it was. I mean, I was just hoping for way closer of a game, you know, like something exciting. Well, do you remember the reason why I said I was taking the Bengals over the Bills? I, I I smoke a lot of weed. Okay, I should probably let you know that. So, Kevin, uh, if in case you don't remember, Kevin, I picked the Bengals to win because the Bills' inability to run the football. You have to be able to run the football in the NFL. Although the Chiefs, when they won their Super Bowl, they didn't have the best running back, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had the ability to run the football. Devin yeah. Singletary can't run. Naheem Hines is a is a receiving. He's a James White. He's a receiving back. He's not a running back. Cook, you, you took a chance on the guy who was bros with Dalvin Cook. He's nothing like him. Where they fucked up is when they didn't pull the trigger and say, you know what? McCaffrey. The first round pick for McCaffrey. You yeah. fucked up there. And what happened? What I tell you? I said, I'll take Joe Mixon and P. Ryan over any running back that the Bills have all day. And that's what the Bengals did. And then Joe Burrow made the necessary throws when needed. It was... An absolute disgusting act by the Buffalo Bills. And not to mention, too, here's why I give them some slack. Their defense is beaten the fuck up. All oh, right? incredibly beaten. Up. That, that... Off for the air. Damar Hamlin died on the fucking football field, and he was the backup for Micah Hyde. Uh, yeah. George Boyer injured as well. They went yeah. through a lot of injuries on defense. They were through the injury. Football is yeah. always the next man up. And honestly... I'm willing to say Josh Allen is just like Peyton Manning. And in terms I mean by that, great regular season quarterback falls apart in the playoffs. Now, last year, he battled he battled the Chiefs. That's fair. But if you look at the yeah. year prior to, I think I said he battled Peyton Manning. He battled with Patrick Mahomes. Well, I can't remember. Yeah, you probably did. Probably did. You are pretty. Uh... We're talking about Peyton Manning and Josh Allen here. The year prior, dog shit. And honestly, yeah, this year, big screaming at Josh. Can you blame? You know, him? Okay, first of all, that, that I I don't know. That's just a bad look to me. And then after the game, you hear the shit about Diggs getting out of the dressing room as fast as possible. Even the coaches come back into the room. Okay, I understand you're upset you lost. I understand maybe you're upset you didn't get as many touches as you thought you should have had. Maybe you're open on some plays that he didn't see you. But dude, grow up. All right. You think they fucking? You think Allen wants to lose the game? You think anyone wants to lose the game? No. You win as a team, you lose as a team. You're not going to be a selfish asshole. Well, that's what he was. He was a selfish asshole. Another thing too, I want to say about that Bills Bengals game. Sure. Like obviously, awesome having Demar Hamlin in the building. Did you see the fucking TV? Every goddamn five minutes, they're trying to show this booth, and it's just like it's like they're trying to look through frosted glass. Yeah, you can't see fucking nothing. You know what it reminded me of when I was when you're watching Deal or No Deal and you're looking up and see the banker. 
<laughs> That's a good analogy. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, I agree. Um, they, they they continuously tried, it just wasn't working, and like you couldn't even see him like give out the heart. Kevin, uh, when I, what I was saying about Diggs there, he said, "Wide receiver diva, send him packing." Do you no. think that that's a possibility there? Oh, that would be really fun. Even, even after that, though, now do you think maybe obviously the Bills didn't know that Jefferson was going to come out of that trade, but they maybe they look back on that and go, "God damn!" No, no, because I guess Diggs, it's kind of comparing apples, like it's apples to oranges, right? Yeah, it's apples to oranges. Diggs is a great receiver. If if you're ready to turn your back on Stephon Diggs, Kevin, then you're not a loyal well, fan. But they got to do something. Bills Look, have to do something. Dude. Well, they don't. What do you mean they do? It's what, the dude, they, of the game. Okay, I'm not saying with Diggs. I'm saying in general, they have to do something. They got to fucking. Do they fire the coach? Like, what's what's their next move here? They they can't go in with the same. It's, it's the exact same result every single year for them. If there's any coach that's going to get fired, it would be the running backs coach. That's it. You don't fire Sean McDermott. You don't fire Leslie Frazier. You don't fire your offensive coordinator. Mind you, it's a brand new offensive coordinator because Brian Dable went over to the Giants, and they still were pretty yeah. damn offensively this year. If you're firing yeah. everybody, it's a running back coach. That's it. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I, I think that that team needs to make some changes, and you're, the first so thing they got to do is get a running back. So who would you fire? I, to be honest with you, I, I'm not saying I would fire the coach. I'm just saying that they got to – the first thing that I would do for that team – is they, they they have to get a running back. Like like you said, that running game this year was just, or at least the second half, was just fucking horrendous. It was horrendous all season long. It was Josh yeah. Allen. Josh Allen was the best yeah. runner. That's the problem. And you're putting your quarterback into serious danger, hence why he had a UCL injury. Yeah. Now, the D-line, I don't know if you need help on the D-line, Kev. I really think just Von Miller missing the rest of the year really fucking hurt you. Ed Oliver did a great job this year. I mean, maybe you go out and see if you get Jadavion Clowney for the low low because it doesn't look like he'll be going back to Cleveland. That's what I would experiment with. I think Clowney still has You something. can have him, that fucking cancer in the locker room. Fuck you, Clowney. <laughs> I, I guess that's how you uh, really feel, huh? Um, no pass rush, so that would help the uh, so, pass rush issues. Joe Burrow, what a great fucking response, huh? What a great fucking response when they asked him, you know, yeah. they were get those refunds in case you guys lost. What is, you know, what do you got to say to that? All right. I have a question fun. for you. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, top what quarterback? Um, Dead air, dead air, dead air, dead air. I'm saying top two. Top three. I think he's the second best quarterback right now behind Mahomes. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I mean, it just fucking, dude, I just like everything that guy does. And I'm saying this as a Browns fan, so I fuck, I'm really swallowing my pride here. Everything that guy fucking does is just cool. <laughs> like, it's just, he has like a certain fucking je ne sais quoi, you know? Swag to him. He's got a swag. Fuck me. Did you see that video from before the game? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, like, mean... released the football, did a full 360, and then watched it. I, yeah, but I, okay, I've seen a lot of like, it's like, it's like, oh my god, I can't believe he did this. I'm like, okay, realistically, he wouldn't do that again. Any no, but any quarterback in the NFL could do that in a fucking warm up. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I could probably do that in a warm up. No, you can't. But you, but you, you wouldn't look. You can't do that. That cool, dude. I'm pretty sure you do. You're throwing a football at a guy who's running a fucking, and then you're doing a spin after. You can't do that. He's the guy's running 25 yards down the fucking. Ta- yeah. 
ashes. You think you oh, can do that? Fuck. Fucking right, I think I can do that. I can't fucking. I can't even do that, bro. You can't do that. Do you know how? What do you mean? Because you can't do it, I can't do it. I'm an athlete. Strong argument. Right? I'm an athlete as well. No, you're not an athlete. Did you hit a home run over the fence? Oh my god! Did you hit a home run over the fence this year? I reckon you did it. Yeah. Softball, lesbian sport doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever hit an inside the park grand slam when you were eight years old? I reckon I did. Kev says, Zach, you can't pass five yards. Kev, maybe not tomorrow, but Wednesday, I'm going to bring a football to work. I'm going to fucking show you that I can just bomb one. Bomb Joey, one again. Right. Joey, you're damn right I'm an athlete on Xbox. And meanwhile, you're like a Make a Wish Foundation child on Xbox. You fucking one in nine search and destroy cuck. Oh, my God. This is now getting personal here to our fans, Robbie, for fuck's sakes. All right. Wait, Joey wasn't here. Joey wasn't here Joey, for, for this. Joey, you missed, uh, you missed Robbie. Uh, and me shitting on your uh oh we don't have we're good at least don't make it so fucking loud this time i was going deaf last time and it's just as loud hold up we them boys hold up hold up hold up hold up you ain't making no noise Yeah, it was fun. Can't watch this bias show anymore, Joey. Says, See, look what you fucking did. What? Joey's laughing. <laughs> Bring up Shannon Sharp. You talking about the uh, basketball incident there, Kev? Because if you oh, are, that yeah, is... We'll, uh, we'll get to Shannon. Trust, we'll get to that Shannon. That is on the list. We'll get to it. And I got a story behind that, too. I got a story behind that, too. Um, Talk about what uh, the remaining games in the NFL. Um, uh, You want to go? I guess we're... we're Jaguars and Chiefs was a good game. Dude, that, that was a good game. That actually. And like I said, what did I tell you, Zach? What I've been saying about the Jaguars, I said, wait till next year. Wait until next year. And they get Ridley, year. yeah. They get Calvin Ridley. It's only going to get that much scarier. And Trevor Lawrence threw an absolute dot, and Kirk, you fumbled, fucking the, fumbled the fuck. Too much fucking pop corn before the game there for Kirk. Yeah, Joey, if you were you weren't here. Okay, quick recap just for you. Okay, just quick recap for you. Here we go. We talked great about the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb did his thing. The defense was absolutely amazing. Dalton Schultz was good up until he didn't get that second foot in. The reason they lost the game in my eyes is because of Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore. Simple. Yeah, they lost because Dak is a fucking pathetic loser with the football in his hands. If we're going to be honest... Zach, I'm going to name some quarterbacks. You tell me, and like we'll get to the point where it's like, obviously, we have to stop. If Dak Prescott ever be better than any of these quarterbacks, all right? Yep. Patrick Mahomes. Is he going to ever be better than Patrick Mahomes? Is he ever going to be the better or the same stratosphere as Patrick Mahomes? No. Joe Burrow. No. Josh Allen. No. Lamar Jackson. No. Aaron Rodgers. No. Justin Herbert. Well, I mean, at one point he was right there, but now, like, progressing on with his career? Uh, We saw the whole regular season. He was never there this year, this season. Not this year, but I'm saying before. Maybe. Okay, going on. Yeah, probably no. Tom Brady. 
based did on just this him? season? I was going to say, did he beat him? Yeah, but Tom Brady also beat him. It's one and one. Yeah. I'm taking Tom Brady over Dak because Tom's a winner. Yeah. Although this year, eight and nine, he wasn't a winner, but that's the first time since his second year in the league, and he's also 45. Um, Kyler Murray. Uh, well, we got to see what happens with Kyler with his uh, Kyler. Honestly, I'm not a Kyler Murray guy, to be honest with you. I, I would take Kyler. Maybe. It's Kyler's ability to run out of the pocket and create, and create things for himself. Um, Jalen Hurts? No. No, God, no. Trevor Lawrence? No. Nope. Tua? For me? No. Tua was great. Probably not, no. Tua yeah, was, Tua was good until... Uh... For me, it's a definite no. But does he know his name's Tua? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Justin Fields? Yeah, probably. I'll take him over Fields. I'll probably take Dak over Fields. <laughs> this is where we get into, like, those are like the tier ones. This is where we get yeah. to the twos. What about Daniel Jones? I'll take Dak over Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think so, too. Daniel had a great year, but he also has a well, path. We'll see next year. We'll see next year what it looks like. Derek Carr? Could be... probably, probably taking... Uh, probably taking Carr. Yeah, I'm taking Carr. Um... Deshaun Watson. Come on, you know my answer to that one. I, I would take Watson too because of the track record. Uh, Kirk Bob, Cousins. Let me let me let me see it in the comments, Bob. Kirk Cousins. I'll probably take Kirky boy. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. What time of the games are we talking about? Exactly. I'm taking Dak over Kirk. Jimmy G. A healthy Jimmy G, G is one. Jimmy G is one handsome devil. I think I'm gonna have to handsome go with Jimmy devil G. Devil, he wins. Yeah, I would take Jimmy G. Yeah. Um, let's see. Joey says, so how do you think the Cowboys could fix their quarterback issue? Go after Lamar or Rogers or try laying about No, you don't try to draft quarterback. You take what's proven because you have a winning team now. It's just like what the Lakers did in 2020 when they brought Anthony Davis and so on and so forth. Danny Green, Rondo, they understood what they had and what was available and they did it and they won a championship. Mm-hmm. It's like what the Yankees did in 2009. They missed the playoffs. They said, we just need to upgrade our rotation. They brought A.J. Burnett, C.C. Sabathian. They brought Mark Tickshare and they won the World Series because of that. You have a win-now team. And the same thing with the Rams last year. The last piece they needed, Odell Beckham Jr. They won the Super Bowl. Yep. You you bring you in a hell of a first time. It's going to give you the best chance to win all the deck over the rapist. That's Bob. I knew Bob. Every time, Bob. Bob. Why do you got to be like that, Bob? All right, he's not a rapist. So what? He got jerked off by a few massage ladies. So what? Sue the guy. Which one would you take for the Cowboys, Zach? Uh, Rodgers or Lamar? I'd probably, honestly, Lamar. Just for just for the age. The age, um, and you won't deal with the drama, bro. Yeah, and the mobility of Lamar Jackson, man. He is such a dual threat. You're right. But like if you he's ask healthy, me, he's a scary, scary guy. If I wanted Dak or Aaron Rodgers, if I'm the Cowboys, you've seen what Dak can do. Aaron Rodgers is a Super Bowl champion. He's made to NFC yep. many times, which I haven't done in almost 30 years. You know, very close to 30 years. You have to, you have to move on from Dak. But here's the problem: it's Jerry Jones, and Jerry Jones doesn't like to move on from his homegrown boys. Now, the only thing Cowboys fans can hope for is something, unfortunately. You know, sadly, happens to Jerry Jones, and Stephen Jones takes over. Well, Jerry Jones is like probably a hundred and four. So, yeah, I wonder how old that dude is. Alexa, it looks like how old is Jerry Jones? 
88. I couldn't hear because you fucking spoke, you spoke over here. You asked Alexa. Alexa, how old is Jerry Jones? How how old did you say? I said 88, but I think that's too old. 80. Just 80. He looks like 90, though. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They got they definitely have to make some moves, so this will be a very uh, interesting offseason for him. True. Now, my dad says here no one would take on that contract of Dak Prescott. That's not true. I, I think many teams take on that contract. Let me give you a great example. It worked out yeah, for sure. them. It worked out for them this year, but last year he was nothing close to the money he was making. The Lions took on Jared Goff. Yeah, that's true. So I think that the Ravens or the Packers would take on the contract of Dak Prescott. Absolutely. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. We still. And have- I mean, like if you think about it, you, you are still getting a top fifteen quarterback. Fifty fifty percent of the time, a good quarterback. Yes. So that sweetens the deal up a little bit. Yes. Um, so we, we talked about the Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, um, the Jaguars going back to them. You know, Kirk had he not dropped that fucking ball. Yeah, this- could be a whole different fucking game. Um, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes ability to come back into the game after the ankle injury and Chad Henney stepping up and throwing the touchdown to Kelsey. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. 98 yard drive. Yeah. Do you think uh, the the thing that makes me worry now about that Kansas City Chiefs team for next week is the, the so the, what do they say? Mahomes sprayed his ankle. Yeah, it's a high ankle sprain. They're owing. Oh, he's fucked. Owing three against Burrow in his career. He's gonna have to get that thing fucking shot right up, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't. Quarter zone. I was like a gat. I don't know what direction I'm going yet. I'm leaning Bengals because Burrow's. Oh, I'll be, I won't be leaning Bengals. I will be going all in on the Bengals. Oh, wow. You're but just... we'll get to that one on uh, on Thursday. Wow. A one-legged Patrick Mahomes that has yet to beat uh, Joe Burrow. A one-legged Patrick Mahomes once was a one-leg sending them to the fucking Super Bowl against the Bucks. So, yeah, anything. Nope. Mahomes he hasn't is... been able to solve the Burrow puzzle yet, so we'll have to wait and see. Yes, I guess we will. Uh, Eagles-Giants, absolute cool. liberation. And kind of, was... honestly, like, not really that surprising. If I gotta say, I gotta sit up here. I thought they're gonna be at least competitive because it's a division. Yeah, that was that was that was a disappointment. That was honestly, I think, why I was saying the weekend was disappointing because that game was just fucking. It was just brutal, like just a slaughter fest. That game allowed me to turn off because it was an absolute blowout to turn on UFC 283. Yeah, which we will be diving into a little bit later on, folks. We're gonna be doing a little recap of that as well. Um, let's and then talk. Me and Robbie are gonna about- fight. <laughs> I'll beat your ass. Um, well, fucking, I would iron bar you so quick, dude. Snap that thing right out of the fucking socket. Fucking wish guy. <laughs> headbutt, headbutt. You see the size of this fucking big ass cranium? It's gonna. Yeah, fuck- that would actually probably knock me out cold yeah. if I tried to headbutt that fucking melon. Exactly. Think so big it broke your headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah, I get. There's really not much to say about that game. That was just a no. But there's there something to talk about the Giants though, because oh the yeah, Giants we're not supposed to be this. The Giants no found a way to make the playoffs in year one of the rebuild, and obviously that rebuild's going to get pushed back a little because you had such a great success. Your draft pick is going to be worth nothing. Um, they have so many things they have to go through in the off season. 
everyone's talking about how the Giants have to retain Daniel Jones. I'll tell you what. It's not you have to bring back Saquon Myers more so than Daniel Jones. And you want to know why? You take Saquon Barkley away from that Giants offense. They're oh my god, yeah. They are they're nothing. on paper on the field. That would be horrific. And honestly, what we'll be talking about in New York sports with no Saquon, just Daniel Jones, we're gonna be talking it's Jeremy Lynn all over again. Lynn Sandy that went wild for the Knicks for literally a month and then never panned out afterwards. That's exactly what everybody yep. will be talking about. So you have to make sure you lock up both. Daniel Jones Jeremy, you're in. Daniel Jones did not look good, but it wasn't just Daniel Jones. The whole team, they 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 didn't stand a chance against the goddamn Eagles. They did not stand a chance. They aren't in the same stratosphere. Any position nope. you want to bring up, with the exception of running back, the Eagles are better in. The the Eagles are a fucking weapon. Like that team, that is a Super Bowl team right there. You could argue that the Giants' best wide receiver isn't better than the third uh, receiver for the Eagles, which is I, uh, Watkins. I couldn't even, honest to God, I don't even think I could tell you who the Giants' number one receiver is anymore. Me, me neither. Maybe Isaiah Hodgins, and that's it. But I'll tell you what. They got some work to do. The narrative, the narrative was, will the Giants be able to tend because of how they performed in Week 18? Because in Week 18, they didn't have the majority of their starters. They understood they were six seed, and they sat all their starters. Take notes, Brandon Staley, who's clearly going to be the Chargers coach. <laughs> Um, and the Eagles said, "You know what? Fuck that! You know we're we're going to show you who's in fucking charge." And yeah. Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, the defense—they were in charge. Yeah, you bet your ass. You bet your sweet ass. It was. It but... was um, definitely a lot of work for that squad. Sorry, I fucking uh, yeah. And down on my phone there, I lost my train of thought. Honestly, I'm projecting next year the Giants in the range of six to nine wins. You take a little bit of a step back? Yeah. Or be kind of right where they were this year? No, a step back because they're going to have to cut some key pieces to make to make room for their cap. They're going to be way over the cap if they want to bring in Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. They're going to have to cut ties. Like what, is, what does a Jones contract look like? Like, what is it, like 22 million a year, maybe? Or is that too low? No, way too low. Way too low. Quarterbacks are easily averaging over 30 now. Oh, my God. That's fucking just ridiculous. The problem is, I, I it's hard for me to say because against the Vikings, he was incredible and that really raised his stock. And then against the Eagles, it was dog shit. So, so I mean, that kind of drops right back say, down to where it was. I would say he's in the 30 to 35 range. They're going to get a long term deal with him. If anything, they would franchise tag Saquon. Now, can you explain something to me? What does it mean when you franchise tag something in football? So when you draft your players, you have the right to franchise tag them up to X amount of years until they're an unrestricted free agent. Um, I don't know how many years it lasts. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, how long? Under the exclusive franchise tag, a player will receive a one-year offer from his team that is the greater of the average of the top five salaries at his position. Once the restricted free sign period of the current league year has ended, um, I, I guess that's when it, it goes. I think. Let's see. Let me hit read more here. Uh, how does the franchise tag work? By utilizing the tag, teams give themselves an extra year of service time from whichever player they sign it to. Often the franchise tag is used in the event that the team 
has not been able to agree to a contract extension with the player they're looking to retain. Once a team applies a tag, then they have a short window with which to agree contract extension. The deadline for that is usually in July, but once it passes, teams and players can cannot continue negotiations till the following offseason. Hmm. All right. Yeah, well, franchise tag the tits out of Saquon then. Can a player refuse the franchise tag? No, they can't. So that that's obviously um I knew that because Al Robinson didn't want to be with the Bears and they franchise tagged him. He was miserable. <laughs> yeah, it's looking like he might have should have stayed with the Bears. Probably would have seen a lot more balls. Well, maybe not with Fields as the quarterback. No, he wouldn't. Um did you see what Tampa Bay is gonna be doing? I can't say I did. Oh my god, they're 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 gonna basically clean the fucking house out, bro. So they've already gotten rid of the majority of the coaching staff um, with the exception of Todd Bowles and the defensive coordinator, I believe. I believe they fired just about everybody um, offensively, including Byron Leftwich. Yeah, I saw that. Let me see if I see that. Tampa, because I saw all fucking over um, Twitter today. I just didn't hit the like on it, so it's all disappeared. Dead air, dead air, dead air, dead air. <laughs> How's like, everyone's day today, folks? While he's lurching this up, let's get a little active in these chats here. Let me uh, slap one on. I'll re uh, reload this sucker up. Is Brady done, uh, Joey? I would fucking hope so. Okay, because uh, at this point, I think we're ready to put that guy into a museum. Okay, he's been around for too long. He's not Tom Brady anymore. All right. He's got to go spend some time. You know, I know how much he loves spending time with his son. You know, loves kissing up on him. So, you know, I, I think it's I think it's time for him to hang him up. Leave him alone, man. <laughs> he is just Tom now. Um, The Bucks aren't expected to resign. Julio Jones, Scotty Miller, Brashad Perriman, Logan Ryan, Keon Neal, Giovanni, uh, Giovanni Bernard. And Kyle Rudolph, and I don't know if you saw on the Buck or the um the Bills and Zach Kevin. I hope you're still here, Kev, because the Bills. I think you think the Giants have a big task. No, the Bills have a bigger task than the Giants do. These are their pending. Free- I saw. I, I think I saw this tweet. I was fucking shocked. <laughs> Buff- according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, Buffalo's key unrestricted free agents this winter: Jordan Poirier, Tremont Edmonds. Their guard, Roger Saffold, Devin Singletary, their punter, Sam Martin, Jordan Phillips, Shaq Lawson, offensive lineman, David Quinsenberry, offensive lineman, Greg Van uh, Roten, or Rotten, and linebacker, A.J. Klein. Good luck, Bills fans. Yeah. Good luck, sorry, not Bills fans. Good luck, Bills. Good fucking luck. Singletary. Good, let them, <laughs> good, good let them go. Bro, you don't have Poirier gone, man. You're nuts. You're insane. Singletary, I would have no problem seeing go. I'm sure oh, Kevin would be happy about that, too. Zach. Oh, God, it's my fucking eye. Drive me fucking nuts. How bad of a mood was Kevin in work today? He kept, you know what? Not really that bad. It was just, yeah, it was just more like, hey, was, that was a tough one. He said, yeah, fuck, what can you do? Oh, he's, he's not, not uh, he doesn't he's like, a salty fan. Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't wear on his sleeve. Yeah, well, technically, he actually literally does wear the bills on his sleeve because he has them tattooed on his arm. So literally and figuratively, 
<laughs> he does wear the bills on his sleeve. Oh shit. Oh <laughs> shit. Um all right. So that Yeah, have, I guess uh, anything else to add on here? Just that I think that, that the Bills is a franchise that their fan base story that I think deserves one. You know, I'm hoping I'm hoping we can see one within the next five, six years, but there's gonna have to be some changes to be made. But you're right. What you said earlier, I think they make that McCaffrey trade. It would have made a difference, right? Who knows what we're looking at now? Um, do you want to hear what Tom Brady had to say about his uh future on his podcast, Let's Go Podcast? Sure. Hold on. That's Tom Brady's fucking podcast is named Let's Go Podcast. Well, you know, Tom Brady's always yelling, Let's go. So Oh my God. Honestly, that is exactly the name of a podcast of a guy that makes out with his son. Do you have any exactly what I thought it would be? Shut the fuck up as I'm playing the video. Shut up. Everybody guessing. uh, And you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already done it. Okay. I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's only the question scratchy. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. I guess he's going to keep us guessing. I don't want to see that guy back in the league. I do. Of course you do. Oh, yeah, that's what <laughs> you know where I want to see him. You know, exactly. he should focus on his Let's Go podcast. Now, fuck that. Do you, you're, you're aware of his deal. Yeah, I'm aware. Box. That's why I don't understand why the fuck he wants to keep going. He'll make a hundred million f- fucking hundred times more than he ever made in his entire football career yeah, to be true. a broadcaster. Let's go fuck yourself, dad. Go fuck yourself. If Put him a, on the Jets. If he's a Jet or a Dolphin, you will not see me love Brady one bit. You really am dead ass. He joins the Jets. I can guarantee you, you would still suck his cock. You would be all, you would do your same Tom Brady dick riding. I'd be happy that he went to one of our rivals. Doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? To you, it wouldn't matter because that's how much you love Tom Brady. He would still support him? No, I told you last time if, uh, when you said you asked people about Kawhi Leonard, he'd leave the team. Fuck you. Well, there we go. All right. If you get traded, then it's a bit of a different story. All right. He said, he but said, if you leave, he said, Tom Brady's my bitch. <laughs> no, I am Tom Brady's bitch. Let's get that right. <laughs> Let's get that right. Zach, if Tom Brady came onto this podcast, I, I probably, uh, yeah, I'd have to be doing all the talking. You would do all the time. Ruling over there. I, uh, I'm like, so Tom, what age did you start smacking him on your son like that? Uh, Deshaun, what made you decide at age 25 to molest 70 women? Didn't molest them. Didn't molest them. You well, guys got to get a. You guys got to get a story correct here because you're tarnishing a. You're tarnishing a name here. Okay. You knew that dude was a horn dog the second he had Mia Khalifa over in his household. And you know what? Good for him. If he fucking if he banged Mia Khalifa, that Good. is a winner right that there. That is a fucking winner. Good for you, man. I'm just <laughs> fuck me. I'd like. I would like to bang Mia Khalifa. Mia Khalifa, if you ever hear this, my name is Zach Roden. And I would love to have intercourse with you. <laughs> Sensual, lovemaking, intercourse. Uh, moving on from the NFL, I guess. <laughs> I think we are. Oh, I wish Marcus was here. 
is it uh is it nba time you know we we can talk some nba there all right all right okay uh well i guess the big news breaking today from uh the nba is uh do you uh hachibura gets traded to the wizards or from, sorry from the wizards to the lakers yeah how about you get it right you fucking dingus what what is that you say he gets traded to the wizards yeah i made a mistake i uh followed my words real quick okay Yo! Oh, that we four in a row. Freak alive. Four in a row F- with a F- follower. FFS Keeve with the follow. We appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for the follow. Fuck yeah. We keeping the streak alive. That's four shows in a fucking row. Let's go. Let's go. Appreciate that, man. Let's get this puppy. 75 is our next goal, folks. We're now, I think, seven away. So. Let's go. Um, baby steps. Baby steps. I, at this point, we do two. Zach, we might have to continue doing shows, you know, to Thursdays if it's going to be, you know, think about that. Fucking 52 weeks are in a year times two, 104. Bada bing, bada boom. Except for we'll be subtracting. A lot of Robbie and Zach, that's for sure. Uh, FS keep. Thanks, bro. Thank you very much. Um, Zach, please look at my father's comments. Okay, Bob, let me uh, take a gander here. Talk about. Hachimura sounds like a Chinese appetizer. Hi, uh, what would you like to order? Uh, Zach! The Zach! Hachimura, please. No! No! What? Like, so racist. You don't ah, think Hachimura. Japanese. They're very good. It's a pretty good Japanese accent, dude, if I must say so myself. I, I, I'm getting more of a Japanese flair from uh, Hachimura. You're going to hell. You're going to fucking hell. Dude, you're you're just impressed, or you're just jealous. You can't do a Japanese accent like that, all right? Fucking. Anyway, Rui Hachimura, who is a fine gentleman. Sure. Is- Sorry, Leafs just scored. Yeah. Um, this season is averaging 13 points per game, uh, 34 percent from the field, 49 from three. Um, most notably, I believe it was two seasons ago. That he was really performing at the three point line. Um, it was last season, as a matter of fact, forty four point seven percent, forty five percent from three, and that's only going to go up now that you have LeBron James and Russell Westbrook dishing you the ball. Yeah. So they get someone out there in the perimeter, which they desperately needed. He's six eight, so they get in height, they increase size because I was watching the game um, Friday night when they were facing the Grizzlies. They had a set where it was Russell Westbrook. Kendrick Nunn, who was sent over in the trade, Dennis Schroeder, yeah. Troy Brown, I believe his name is, and Wayne Gabriel as LeBron was getting rest. So now you you bring back some size, and when Anthony Davis comes back, you're only going to get better and bigger. When so, he comes back, and then when he's out again. And the Lakers, I believe, gave up two first-round picks, one of their own and the other one of the Chicago Bulls. You, you have to get LeBron James some help. And It was two first-rounders. No, second-rounders, second-rounders. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, hey, that's what I saw. Um, yeah, so, uh, I think it's a solid trade. Hachimura was the ninth pick in the draft and his expectations were always high, uh, coming out of Gonzaga. I think, can you do the proper pronunciation of the last name, please? Rui Hachimura. Uh, Hachimura. Anyway. I thought you were going to try it. I thought you were building up some, some suspension. Some tension. Yeah, you're clearly. Well, t- I think at least uh, 
that's got to make LeBron somewhat happy with, uh, you know, trying to do something to build some talent around him, give him something to work with. I think LeBron is really expecting a Kyrie Irving, and he's just like, fuck this place for now. <laughs> well, I mean, regardless, the, the team is not winning a championship adding Hachimura, that's for sure. So, No, they're going to have to continue to try to get one more shooter. Yeah. They, they just need shooting, and they'll be a great team. They don't have shooting. That's the problem with the Lakers. So who's a shooter that would be uh, like possibly available for him, you think? Doug McDermott of the Spurs. Is Joe Harris still being spoken about? It's been on and off of Joe Harris, and I don't know what they're going to do after last night's game. He was draining threes. Um, that's the only name that comes to mind for me in terms of shooting is uh, Doug McDermott. Maybe maybe they could try to get um, Cam Reddish from the, from the Knicks. Cam Reddish's name has been all over the market. He's a damn good shooter. Yeah. I don't understand why the Knicks don't utilize him. And like, it wouldn't be very expensive either, Cam Reddish. That'd be a pretty cheap guy to pick up, I'd have to think. Maybe they'll try to uh, work something out to get Evan Fournier from the Knicks, but then again, Evan Fournier sucks, and I thought the signing was you know, a disaster from the start. Maybe they call up the Raptors and say, what's it going to take for Gary Trent? Gary Trent's another good shooter. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Gary's a guy that I'd like to move now because it's clear as day. I don't think he's coming back to this team. So. Hmm. And he's like, a one-dimensional guy. I don't fucking... We don't need no Gary. We don't need no fucking Gary dog, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Did you see the uh, the Grizzlies and Lakers game at all, or did you at least see the debacle with Shannon Sharp? Yeah, okay. So, first of all, how, how did it start? Do you know how it started here? Well, this dates back to the last time they faced the Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks was running his mouth towards LeBron James, and you see LeBron James. There's a video of LeBron saying, stop talking that shit. He goes, you're not talking. Yeah, I did see that shit. So then he dunked on Jaron Jackson when Jaron Jackson had nothing to do with it. And um, Dylan Brooks yelled something either at the ref or someone at Laker. I don't know. But Shannon yard out. You can't guard LeBron. And Dylan Brooks looked over and said, fuck you. And John Morant told Shannon Sharp to sit his ass down. So Shannon Sharp yeah. got up and he started running his mouth. Stephen Adams came over. That's when the whole debacle began. T. Morant, John Morant's dad got involved. He said, I wish you would, you know, to Team Morant. Like, Shannon Sharp's a big dude, bro. Team Morant. Is very big dude. I mean, were you not a little bit upset we didn't see a Shannon Sharp versus Steve Adams? They, I think it'd be a close matchup. Ooh, that would be a fucking. I, honestly, I don't, might even give the edge to Steven Adams right now. Well, Shannon Sharp is like 50 years old. Yeah, but uh, still massive. Okay, but he's slow. I mean, if, if you learn anything from UFC 283, sometimes age does matter. Well, I'm not going to see. Uh, I can't see Steven Adams being the fucking speedster puncher. Probably fast and sharp, I might say, this time at yeah. this age. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't really know how to, what, what I feel about that situation there. Because I, I don't think, like, obviously, as a regular fan, like, th- I don't think Dylan Burke's going to tell, if I said that, you can't guard LeBron. I don't think he's going to tell me, fuck you. No. No. It's because, you know, Shan Sharp really loves, um, LeBron James, because he's always talking about how he's the goat, you know. So I mean, and he, that's his opinion, and you know, you're you have I, this. Um, Dylan Brooks, when uh, asked, should have uh, Dylan Brooks on if Shannon Sharp should have engaged in a verbal altercation. He goes, regular pedestrian like him, no, he should have never came back in the game. But it's L.A. Yeah, and then didn't he go on to call him like a pedestrian? I thought he called him something else too. There's someone to call him like a podcaster or some shit like that it's like no we're talking about uh we're talking about a great here 
Oh, we're talking about a Hall of Famer. Did you listen to Shan yeah. on, on uh, Undisputed this morning? I might have actually. I feel like I did watch a clip of that on Twitter, but uh, care to jog me through it? Uh, it's a two-minute thing. I mean, it's not too bad. He explains all the details and everything if you want to listen to it. Send it to me on... Uh, or are you going to play it right now? Okay. Lakers game, I want to apologize for my behavior. Um, you know, guys, I've preached for the last six and a half years, responsibility and accountability. And I take full responsibility for what transpired. It does not matter what Dylan Brooks said or how many times he said it. Me being the responsible person, me having the platform that I have and having so many people look up to me, I was wrong. I should have lowered the temperature in the arena. Instead, I turned the temperature up and I let it get out of hand. And I want to apologize to a few people. First of all, I want to apologize to the Lakers organization, Jeannie Buzz, the Buzz family. I apologize for any harm or unwanted attention that I brought to your organization. I want to apologize to the fans that were in attendance and the fans that watched on television because that's not what you paid for and that's not what you tuned in to watch. Shannon Sharp should have been mentioned as, a, as someone that was at the game, not someone that let his emotions run high and get out of hand during the game. So he's just apologizing to Sam. I wasn't going to play the whole clip. He was just going to yeah, apologize. But I think that was uh, that was the right way to go about it. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Perfect way to go about it. I can't stand Dylan Brooks. I can't stand Dylan Brooks because then he's whining about the referees and how they single him out and they only choose to upset him because he doesn't have the respect of all these players, yada, yada. I hate whining crybabies in the NBA. And he is yep. the big – and you know what? What Shannon Sharp did, was it wrong? Sure. But you know what? It's about time somebody said something to those fucking cocky Grizzly players. I told you, I hate the Grizzlies with the exception of Steven Adams. John Morant pisses me off, too. He's a great athlete. You know yeah. what's a fucking bullshit? He is cocky, though. You know what's a bullshit rule in the NBA? You can inbound the ball after a make. The ball could sit there on the floor, and the clock yeah. can continuously run. But the shot clock doesn't start until he touches the ball. Do they take advantage of it? Sure. But is this yeah. a coward move? You're damn right it is. You're a fucking coward. I think they should they should maybe like introduce like a like said have like a have a have a five second inbound rule. What's if the guy that? wants to do something like that, there should be a five second like pickup rule. Or some shit like that. I would say no, I wouldn't even say that. Run the fucking shot clock. Run the shot clock. Oh, after five seconds, run the shot clock. Another goal for the Leafs. That's what I would say. Hooray. Um, yeah. Okay. That, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. The second that regular clock starts, the shot clock starts too. You saw Lakers also had a big comeback last night against the, the Blazers. Yeah. They're um, they're working their way up right now, the Lakers. They're working their way, their way up, but the Blazers are 4-12 in their last 16 games. Yeah. They were starting off hot, and now they cooled off big time. I don't know the reason as to why. I know Dame is doing his thing. I guess we'll find more information on Thursday. I'll research it up because it means that either yep. the players aren't stepping up. Jeremy Grant, who was really hot, really hot, he's probably falling off a little bit. Amphrey yep. Simon probably falling down. Jeremy Grant, Yusuf Nurkic. It's a problem right now in Portland. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's almost like I feel like that team has been like so close so many times and so good for so many years. Not so good, but just like a good good team for so many years. So it is kind of weird to see him like this fucking shit right now. 
Well, you got to remember, too, this is year two of Chauncey Billups. I don't know why they ever fired um, the previous head coach, Terry Stotts. Yeah, you go for a culture change, and sometimes it uh, does not work out in your favor. Nope. It's worked out in my team's um, Yeah. There is um, there is one player that I was uh, going through some statistics today that I uh, that I think we got to talk about. Really? And um, he is the ex-Toronto Raptor. Kawhi Leonard. Because I don't know if you've seen what that guy's been doing the last maybe 10 games or so. Of course I have. He's on my fantasy team, but... He's vintage Kawhi right now. Isn't it crazy? It was probably two games before, he, you know, that first of the 10-game stretch where I literally called him on the podcast and literally called him a pussy. Yeah. May I think he heard you. There's, you know what? It's a small world. You never know. He might have heard me. And honestly... This is the quiet. Who the hell is this kid? <laughs> I don't even know where he's at, though. You know what? Let me. I, I'll I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up for you because I was uh, looking at it today, going, "Holy shit!" So NBA. Uh, let's go back to. Let's just go to standings here. I drop the uh, Twitch thing. L.A. Clippers player stats. Kawhi Leonard game log. Okay. I say I just pulled up right now ahead of you. <laughs> Thirty points, nine rebounds, three assists in the last game. Game before that, thirty-six, four and seven. The game before that, twenty-seven, four and one, thirty-six and four, twenty-four, eight and four, thirty-three, nine and four, twenty-nine, seven and four, and then uh, the one before that was pretty pretty terrible. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're looking, if you're comparing the first half of the season to the second half of the season. Huge jump, significant, significant huge jump. jump. He's playing. He's playing almost Kawhi Leonard desk, right there. Yep. Still not as good as he was when he was on the Raptors, but I that's, think we would have won right now. Him. For right now, that's fair to say. Yes, I think we had a champ. We had we had multiple championships if he would have stayed. You think at so? least one more? Oh yeah. Are you okay? What do you mean? We won one. Have you got what has Brooklyn Nets ever won? Because Kevin Durant ruptured his damn Achilles and Clay Thompson tore his ACL. Do you understand? Part of winning a championship is staying healthy. I fucking hate that fucking argument from people. Part of winning a championship is staying fucking healthy. You guys were not even close to the same level of the Warriors till Kevin Durant tore his Achilles. Yes, we'll never know because we won. You're right. All right. And you can talk your shit when Brooklyn Nets, if they ever win. They're not going to win. Yeah, because they're a bunch of pathetic losers just like you and their fan base. And that's what you get for coming at the Raptors. Yeah, how about your rapist organization of the Cleveland Browns? You your dad. You your dad with this with this rapist word. All right. Rape. You support rape. No, I don't. I support good, wholesome football, okay? <laughs> I support football, okay? Football. Oh shit! Well, Zachary, let's talk about your Toronto Raptors. They're twenty and twenty nine right now. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't really know what is next for, uh, for this team, especially what, when is the, uh, the basketball trade deadline? February, I think, I think it's mid February. It's definitely February. NBA trade deadline. To answer your question, the NBA trade trade deadline is Thursday, February 9th. February 9th, I think, is only two weeks away, Zach. 
Yeah. So I'm I'm pulling. I was trying to oh break God. the tank on Thursday. It's literally two weeks away. We're almost in February. Wow. Okay. So we're gonna have to do some uh, some trade bait in this next uh, couple pods here. Yeah. Yes, we are. We're gonna be really busy in the next couple of weeks, buddy. Oh yeah. So Let's what do you want to see? Ending. We need some more. Let me let me I, name I, up some I, players, and you just tell me whether you think they're gonna go, whether they're gonna stay. Yeah. The obvious one. I think we both agreed this is a yes, right? Gary Trent. Gary Trent. Yeah, I think he's gone. Are you upset that he's gone? Because when you brought him in, he was pretty darn good. He he was good. It, it, it sucks too because now we have no more pieces. Um, I love Norman Powell. I loved him when he was on the Raptors. He's on the Clippers now. And now there's no more pieces of that trade for us anymore. With Gary gone. Yeah. Who was the other? Uh, but it's you know what, you can't you can't uh, stop a guy if he doesn't want to play here, and it doesn't sound like he wants to be here anymore. That's the problem with the basketball players too in Toronto. Like, who the fuck wants to come and play in freezing cold Toronto, Canada? Yeah, it's a hockey town. It's not a basketball town. Yeah, uh, so I, Fred- I'd say he's gone. I, I I don't know to be honest with you. I'll be I'll be straight up. I I wouldn't mind if he got traded, but you're gonna have to get a decent guard back in return for him. Like you can't really trade him for draft picks and then fucking run Malachi Flynn as your goddamn starting point guard. Right now, Malachi Flynn is going off, and you trade Kyle Lowry. I that would not feel comfortable. That, that would just be embracing a tank. So if they did go on that route, then I think uh, me and all the Raptors fans would have to take a long look and go, okay, this next couple of years are are not going to be fun. OG and Anubi. That's another guy that I've been hearing is possibly could be getting shipped out. Obviously, not all these guys are going to go, but I could see there being a better chance of OG being traded than Fred being traded. I hope he stays, though. I like OG. Scotty Barnes? There's no chance he's going anywhere. That he is young? I mean, possibly for maybe a team that wants a... I honestly think that anybody on this team could be available besides Scotty Barnes. I, I wouldn't see them shopping him. I'm going to play a quick game with you. And Siakam. Siakam definitely would not be uh, being shopped. Yeah. I'm going to play a game with you. I want to see how old you think these guys are. Sorry, Gary Trent. Okay. Gary Trent is. Fuck, he's got to be, I think he's like 23, 24. You're good, 24. I thought he was old now. I thought he was 27. Yeah. Fred Van Vliet. He's got to be, I, I want to say he's born in 96 or 95. I'm going to say 27. 28. Pascal Siakam? 27. 28. <laughs> you were one Damn. off every single one. Every single one, you were one year lower then. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. But yeah, for your Raptors, I they're going to have to embrace the rebuild, but then my question is, yeah. is he going to stay for the rebuild? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. If he's going to stay for the rebuild, is... so it wouldn't surprise me if he's on his way out. And I'll tell you what. Drake was only able to help that team for so long, bringing in talent. Yeah. You know what? Masai Ujiri, though, he's got a fucking hand of gold when it comes to to bringing guys in and finding talent. So you never know what the hell is going to happen with that guy. Never do. Never do. Um, anything else you had on your NBA list there, Zachary? I know. I think that was it, to be honest with you. I think that that was all it. Um, did you want to do... Um, the fucking uh, UFC now, 
Was it UFC you wanted to go into next? Yeah, let's go into the UFC short, 283. Just a short little recap. Uh, I wasn't able to uh, to watch UFC this weekend. Unfortunately, I was at uh, Trivia Night at the bar. Because unfortunately, like, I was held against my will. No, so- surprisingly, dude, Trivia Night, a lot of fun. Like, I went in there and I was like, Trivia Night, gay. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> but it is, it is actually... I was. I, I will do it again for sure. It's quite the time. I, I was realizing now too. It was for charity, and I was supposed to donate twenty bucks. And I did not donate twenty dollars. So, Keen, if you're listening, bud, I'm gonna send you over twenty. Okay. You fucking asshole! You are a scumbag. I. Ju- scumbag. Did you not hear what I just said? I just realized as I was talking about it. Yeah. What? Fucking forty-eight hours later. Congratulations, dickhead. You know what? Fuck you. All right. First of all, pull your hat up right now. Okay. Because you look fucking ridiculous when you're covering up your goddamn eyebrows. You know what? Pull it back down. (laughs) You look like a fucking like a like a professional wrestler or something right now. Let me tell you something, bro. Why did I I say that? Yeah, welcome, maniacs. When you have Why to, did I say that? Rodin, who always judges everything that goes on in this planet we call Earth, brother. We need to tell him to eat his vitamins and say his prayers. Shut the fuck. And kick his ass. I'm pulling, I'm pulling up UFC right now, you crazy son of a bitch. Well, you didn't get to watch any of it, so how about I do a recap? Okay? Okay. Okie dokies. Jessica Andrade versus Lauren Murphy. So many times I thought the referee was going to call off, you know, end of end the fight because Lauren Murphy's face was completely fucked. Andrade kept just piecing her up and she just kept battling and she went. Are we sure Andrade didn't have a penis at one point in her life? Are we hundred percent sure about this? Dude, she she could beat up men, that chick if she wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but was that like, are we sure? I just want to make sure. Why don't you hit her up in her DMs and ask her? Like, were you? Yeah, Go I don't want that beef with her, to be honest with you. I don't think you would. I'm uh, a lot bigger than her, though, so you know, you never know. You fuck you up in a heartbeat. <laughs> I have 50 bucks on her money line all day long. Actually, I have 50 minutes. I have $50 that she would destroy you in three minutes of the first round. So she beat the shit out of that chick, eh? Beat the fucking shit out of her. And Lauren Murphy's tough as hell because she took a lot of shots but ended up losing. Gilbert Burns against Neil Magny. Uh, I didn't realize his pay-per-view was in Brazil, so he had the hometown crowd with him and yeah. uh, got him on, onto the mat and made him tap out um, with 45 seconds into the fight. It was Brand a good start Moreno. for the Brazilians. Bram Moreno versus Davidson Figueiro. Um, a lot of people had Moreno up 2-0, but I honestly had uh, Figueiredo up 2-0 because... As Moreno was trying to get him down, he always blocked all the takedowns. He was in control for the majority of the time. I feel like, yeah, Moreno kind of got him in the strikes, but it wasn't like clear that he won the first two rounds. But there was a point where he punched him in the eye. He fucked him up good. And then right after, there was a tiny eye poke that Herb Dean didn't call. But for me, I see that as an equal because as they were both on the ground, you're not like when you're laying down on the ground, you're not allowed to kick each other in the face. Figueroa did that, and he got away with it. I think Herb Dean, that was a horrible officiating, one of the worst officiating. Uh, yeah, he's hit or miss hit Herb Dean now. Yeah, it wasn't good. I was very disappointed in Herb Dean. But did it you got see to the they... point. Yeah, I was going to say, why are you talking about Figueroa's eye? 
No, I was saying they the judges released their scorecards uh, after, and all three of them had uh, all three rounds for Moreno. I'm surprised. I, I had Figueroa in two rounds, and I like Moreno more so than Figueroa. I'm not a big fan of him. But um, it got to the point where his eye was so swollen up. like Yeah, couldn't like, see out of it, dude. No, it, it was completely shut. There was nothing he could do. Then the main event, Jamal Hill versus Glover Tickshare. I couldn't believe what I saw with my own eyes. Um, Hill, I, I feel like once he faces a... Uh, you know, a real contender in light heavyweight because I think Glover's just passed it. I don't know yeah, how he beat Jan or... Maybe a little overrated, and I think the only reason he ever beat Israel Adesanya is just the different size and body and mass. I think... Um, that's another guy that's getting old, too, though, Jan. Um, once he faces someone... I, honestly, with Nagano leaving, what surprised me one bit, if John Jones went down light heavyweight to capture both titles, who knows? We'll come uh, you, it, maybe. With how big that guy is now, do you think he can do that fucking... No, no that that, that's exactly what I was going to say after is all the years. I've been juicing steroids for like two years straight right now. Probably, probably. Yeah, with his track record, probably. But um, Glover got absolutely destroyed. Didn't stand a single chance. But in the fifth round, he was all fucked up, too. I thought they were going to call it off. And he said, let's go. Let's fight. And he fought the fifth round. He fought as hard as he could in the fifth round. Just wasn't enough. And he put the gloves in the octagon. Dude, did you? Did you see that fucking video of the guy pouring the water on Hill during the fourth, the the fifth round, or I guess the, it, that was fucking disgusting. I think that's all Glover's blood too. That's not even own, his own. Oh God. Yeah. Glover blood. was getting everywhere. It was getting over John Annick's papers and notes. He oh got my God. up, bro. Really bad. Well, congratulations to a great, uh, great career for Glover. Glover, Glover. I don't know how the fuck you. Glover, uh, champion. Two years old and win the light heavyweight yeah. championship is insane. That is pretty ridiculous. Oh, we might have a penalty shot here in Toronto, folks. We have a penalty shot here in Toronto, folks. Echo it, echo it, echo it. Oh, where's my fucking TV remote? What? No, no, no. Echo it. With oh, your... I... Yeah. Okay. Give us a play-by-play here. We have a penalty shot here live on the sports cave in Toronto, folks. Now we're gonna get serious for this one. So I'm gonna turn the echo down. Oh yeah, what is this guy doing? This guy fucking has a football tackle on Bud thing. Are you fucking ridiculous here, bud? All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do a play by play on this one here, okay? That's such a Canadian fucking play by play right there. <laughs> I called him Bud like six times. Okay, here comes Bunting here. He now is taking it, taking it wide, taking it wide to the right, cutting in the middle. Denied. Trash. Denied. Trash. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't too confident when I saw Bunting step up, but yeah, penalty shots are always exciting. They always um, are. I cut you off. I can't remember what we were doing. I know we were, I think, just we finished. Up up 42 years old, competing for the light heavyweight championship and winning it. And Yeah. It it's, was- it's, it's, uh, it's like a storybook finish. I mean, obviously, he probably didn't go out the way. And, dude, I mean, he was fucking beating... Uh, Who's that crazy check bastard? The fuck's that guy's name? You know the guy I'm talking about, dude. He's a fucking crazy son of a bitch, that guy. Yuri. You talking about Glover facing him? Yeah. When he, um, who the hell's the guy? He, I think Glover faced him right before this. Who everyone thought this guy was going to fucking kill Glover. And the Yuri only reason Glover. Osaka? Yes. Yeah. The only reason Glover lost that fight or Glover lost that fight. Was because fucking um he got tapped out with like a minute something left. Yeah, there was uh they went I think 
four minutes and 32 seconds. I don't I, I don't know how they always okay. do this fucking terminology here. So that, that means there was 32 or 28 seconds left then. Yeah. So if it's four minute 32. I, I think so, because then that means that I, means that that means it's at the four minute 32 mark of that fight, like how like four yeah, minutes, 32 seconds the into the round because there was 45 seconds left. But that's yeah. The, I don't know. That terminology is so confusing. We got some big UFC events coming up, though, folks. So uh, stay tuned because. Uh, and we also have Parker coming on after his fight in UFC 284. Uh, I reached out to him. He'll be on the show. Um, the date will be determined. Uh, it's a 30 hour flight. He's going to deal with a lot of jet lag. Yeah. Uh, is it? Oh, nice. Another shot. I'm going to go for the least. Is it? Uh, is, is, this, is this his first time on a main card? On a main card for a UFC pay per view? He was on the main card in the Apex. And yeah. for fight night, but for UFC rank, you know, UFC two something, yeah. first time in the main card. Fucking right, Parker. That's exciting Let's shit right go. there. Let's fucking go. So uh, all Cave of- will be cheering you on, brother. Oh, you know, I'm going to tell him what you said. You know, I'm going to tell him what you said. What? I'm going to tell him you said you've been able to kick his ass. You've said it so many times off the air. You- yeah, obviously, I'm fucking joking. Oh, no, dude. No, 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 no. You're not getting away with it. You're going to fucking. Okay. Up to it. Parker, we'll do a spar. Okay. No, no face punches. All right, it's my, my money maker. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! All right. Oh, we're more than an hour and fifteen into the Zachary. What do you got going on for hockey besides the least game currently going on right now? Um, let me uh whip this up for you here. I have some notes here. Let me fucking let me fucking grab these suckers here. It is time for hockey with Zach Rudin. You tried. You know what? You did. You gave it your all. That's all that matters. Um, I think we have to start with um, this dumpster fire of an organization that uh, calls themselves the Vancouver Canucks. Crash. Now, I know that this, um, a lot of the viewers here aren't uh, massive hockey fans. So let me kind of just fill you in on the situation that's been happening in Vancouver as of recent. Bruce Boudreaux, well-respected coach. Great coach. He's been around the game for, I think he said, 48 years. 48 or 58. 48, I believe. And I'm talking about coaching and playing professional hockey. Obviously, he's probably been around the game a lot longer than that. 60 years. Right there. So it over the last, say, month or so, man, Vancouver, Vancouver season has just been terrible this year. The team is not good. Team has been uh, good. You got, yeah, the team has been good. You got guys like JT Miller, who's supposed to be one of your all-star players. Just every game, terrible body language. Clearly just does not want to be there. It's just been it's been that kind of year for Canucks. So everyone saw, dude, for months or a month, everyone knew that Bruce Boudreaux was going to get fired. And it's just been, it's been like kind of reported, but not like legitimately reported that he was going to get fired. So for for fucking weeks, man, this guy before every game and after every game would just get hammered with questions about, hey, how do you feel about you going to be getting fired? But nothing was ever official, but he knew it. And the, the, the guy was getting so emotional just thinking about his time there. The fans were making him cry and shit almost every single game, too, was doing chants and shit for him as like a send off. Just to kind of drag someone like with that sort of respect and that sort of uh, name in like the hockey world, like drag his name through the mud like that for three weeks to four months. It just, it's, it's fucking like, it was kind of tough to see. How long was he with the Canucks for? Only two years, but I mean, let me see. 
who he was. Uh, I'm gonna bring up some Bruce Pedro. Do you have his thing up there? No, no, I wouldn't be able to spell his fucking last name, bro. Bruce Boudreaux. Okay. Hockey players so got wanna... ass last names, bro, and you know this. Oh, yeah, I think... he does have a pretty. Uh, I think I got language. it. I got it. I got it. There you go. Okay, so you want to look back at uh, all the teams he's coached? I I just wanted to see if he'd ever won a Stanley Cup. I don't think he's ever won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, he's never won one. Playing achievements or coaching? Coaching achievements. Coaching. I mean, dude, this guy's been a coach for a head coach since 2007, 2008. Yeah. I mean, that's a long fucking time. That's every year, too. Well, he He's was taking a year coach, off. Oh, he, sorry, he did take one year off. 2007, 2012 with the Capitals, the yep. Ducks in the Wild from 2012 to 2020, and the Canucks from 2021 to 2023. So when you look at all those teams right there, I don't think the Ducks won the Stanley Cup throughout that tenure. Um, he led the Ducks to four no. division titles in his four full seasons, and he was hired by the Wild. The Wild never turned into fucking nothing. So to answer your question. Yeah, they had some shitty teams. Uh, but the thing that I don't understand is, okay, so you fire Bruce Boudreau, and then you bring in Rick Tockett, who I'm not saying Rick Tockett's a bad head coach by any means. He's had been a head coach for, I believe he has six years' experience as being a head coach in the NHL, all for Arizona, who I'll give him that, was not a very good team. But he's never had a winning record in a season, so it's it it just it, it's like a weird, like okay, I understand you want to do a bit of a like a culture shock. You want to change the the way the teams look in the fundamentals and the the game plan and all that shit. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I feel like Rick Talk. I know Rick Tockett has uh connections with Jim Rutherford, who was the GM. So that could play into a factor where he may have gotten a a better sure. pick at it than. Than anyone else, but I don't know. It, it, I know we don't have too many Canucks fans listen to this. Thank God, because it is going to be a rough fucking go for that team for a little while. And to boot this season, and I believe next season, this season for sure though, the Canucks are paying three coaches a combined seven million dollars, which is a holy lot for coaches shit. in the NHL. Yeah, I was going to say, holy. You have Dallas or uh, Dallas Green, Jeff Green, I think his name was. I can't remember. Let's say Green's his last name. Two point seven five million he's making from the from uh thing this year from getting fired. Bruce Boudreaux at two million, and now Rick Tockett at two point seven five million as well. So it's I don't know what to expect from that team, to be honest with you right now. At, at this point, it's it's it wouldn't be a terrible idea to tank for uh for Mr. Bedard. You know? Got the article up right here. Um said the article it said the headline goes Canucks paying more money to three coaches a season than to a Horvath yeah um the tweet from Pierre Lebrun Lebrun hearing Pierre Rick, Lebrun hearing fucking... Rick coach at salaries 2.75 million pocket pocket um salaries yeah. 2.75 million per year signed through 2024 2025 Canucks also still paying Bruce Burdu um how's it go Bruce Boudreaux Bruce Boudreau, two million this season, and Travis Green, two point seven five. Travis Green, that's who it was. This season, combined seven, yeah, combined seven and a half million dollars. Yeah, just the coaches. So I, it, you know what? It couldn't happen to a shitty organization. What they did to our boy Bruce, Bruce, 
We're a fan of you here in the sports cave, all right? If you ever want to come talk some shit about those losers of Vancouver, you fucking, you come on here, right? You know what's crazy? You know who's making $5.93 million less than Tockett's salary this season? Well, Todd, the, the, all the salary, because Tockett's salary is 2.75. Well, they're just single out one person. Canucks captain one foot out the door due to the fact the team can't fit him under the salary cap next season, Bo Harvard. Yeah, he'll be traded. He'll be well. He better get traded because he's, he's gone. Yeah. Team captain too. He's in for a good pay raise though, Bohorovet. He's like a real uh, utility player. Like scores, hits. He's a hockey player. He's a fucking natural hockey player. He's more than just one skill set. I like. I like Horvat. I like him on the Leafs. Now, I was going to say, if he's only making one mil a year, we can make that work. Well, he'll be that's for this year. And I, I don't know. Well, yeah, he's the a Leafs, for this year. The Leafs have this guy coming up who um everyone's been saying lately is possibly could have been the steal of the draft. I believe it was two years ago we got him. His name's Matthew Nyes or Knees. I think it's Nyes. That's nice. K N I K N I E S, I believe. Maybe that's two nice. S's. That's kinda nice. Anyways. This kid is uh, is apparently supposed to be fucking unbelievable. So uh, that's one piece I don't want to move for a rental. Uh, it seems like every year we're moving a first rounder for a rental. It hasn't done us fucking anything. So I wouldn't be opposed to not moving a first rounder. And another thing, too, that I understand with the Leafs is it looks like our defense has gotten 10 times shittier. Not getting get, getting Morgan Riley back. Our bet like our, who's on quote unquote our best defenseman. When he was out, man, they were they were running like an like a fucking well oiled machine. That's always been the demise of the Leafs the last couple of years, bro. Is their fucking defense? They're so fucking talented on offense, but the defense, no matter how many trades yeah. they made, it just doesn't get better. That's the problem with the Leafs. It's like the Bills, bro. It's like the Bills. Uh, that's if you like to take a step back. Play. They do like to take a step back sometimes, that's for sure. Uh that'd be maybe that's a piece that the that at least maybe they aren't looking at a top six, maybe they're looking at a top four defenseman, somebody, maybe even a top six is they could use some size back there too, I think. But we have this new guy uh that's been coming up this year, Timmons. And fuck me, this kid looks incredible. No thanks. I'll pass. You said fuck me, this kid looks incredible. Yeah, well, that, you know what? You know what? You just you just ruin my leaf talk. So we're moving the fuck on. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was pretty much all I have for them anyways. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) We do have a couple of injuries to announce here that happened uh, in the NHL. Uh, Josh Norris out. uh, Josh Norris and Cole Caulfield. Josh Norris of the Ottawa Senators. Caulfield of the Montreal Canadiens. Both. uh, I can't remember if Caulfield is getting um, shoulder surgery, but I know he's out for the season with shoulder injury. Josh Norris hurt his shoulder, tried to come back, play a few games. Wasn't having it. He's going to get the surgery that ends his season. If you are an Ottawa Senators fan or a Montreal Canadiens fan, I think this is, I don't want to say best-case scenario, but it's this is not a bad thing for your guys' teams that you lost one of the best players on each of your team because you guys are both dog shit this year. Not good records. You're near the bottom of the league. Calling a spade a spade, all right? Just nailing the facts out here. And we're stepping into a generational talent draft. 
So why not? Why not try to lose? Why not try to solidify your chance or at least get a better chance at getting Bedard? Or if you miss out on Bedard, getting uh, Fantelli's another one. Then there's the th- there's a guy that's going to be going third overall. I can't remember his name, but he's supposed to be. It's a Swedish guy, I'm pretty sure. He's supposed to be incredible too. So there's just there's this is such a good draft to be a shit team. Like if you're going to be a shit team, this is the this is the year to be a shit team. Blackhawks, Canucks, Blackhawks, Canucks, Arizona. Um, Arizona. Flyers are Flyers are making their way up now. It seems like. Uh, let me just pull up the standings here, and I'll we'll kind of go through. You know who number twenty nine is from the Islanders? Number twenty nine, Anders Lee. No, is it Anders Lee? I don't know because I can't see his last name. But he missed it on the television. He was sitting on the sidelines, and he just yanked out his tooth. Yeah, that'll be uh, <laughs> see that's that's hockey right there for you. Brock Nelson. Brock Nelson. Brock Nelson is a uh, crazy. That's song. a beast move right there. That is a beast move. Uh, um, and I mean, I guess the last thing really that I, I, I saw a stat today that kind of blew me the fuck away with the NHL this year. What's that? So obviously we can see just from looking at the standings how dominant in Boston the Bruins have been this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, fuck, I fucking hate seeing it as a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, but as I did earlier with the Bengals, I got to suck my pride back and uh, give credit where credit's due. Um, so second place in the league this year for goal differential is plus 40 from the New Jersey Devils, mm-hmm. which is a hell of a goal differential. Mm-hmm. And plus 40 is pretty fucking incredible. The Boston Bruins, that's second place. Yeah. The Boston Bruins are plus 81. <laughs> Doubled. Holy shit. Plus 81. I, I fucking, I had to almost check my eyes when I saw it today. I said, like, they are legitimately doubling second place in the fucking league. I mean, if you're if you're dominating Cody, that just, that just speaks to what they've been doing this year. They're just I I look at that team and it's like every day more and more I'm just convincing myself I don't think there is going to be a team that's going to be able to beat that team in a seven game series. I told you, bro, and you I just me. I I, I don't know I if there's going to be a team. Favorites. Now the thing is, it all it all depends on if they stay healthy. If their goaltending can keep up like this, but if dude, if they can keep going like this way, they might fucking they might not even lose a game in the playoffs for fuck's sakes. Like they're just insane. They make a they make a couple big moves at the deadline. Not even a couple. They make maybe one big move. Deadline. Pardon? That's what I was going to say. Is it all depends on who's going to make the big moves? Because there's always going to be that's going to kill it. Because I, I, the more and more I'm hearing, it doesn't look like Patrick Kane's going to be getting moved this trade deadline. That sucks. Apparently, uh, apparently, a lot of teams are turning away because he has a nagging hip injury, and he's up there in age. So that um, the, I don't know if the hip hip injury requires surgery, or maybe the surgery being recommended, but it's also possible you don't need to get surgery for it at the moment. He can still play it out, get it later, sort of thing. But he's getting older. He's worth a shit ton of money. He's going to be a free agent this year anyway. So there's a a lot of I can't remember who I was seeing was saying it, but they're saying that there's possibility that he'll play it out this year, sign a one-year deal, and then look to be traded next year. Probably the Rangers, if anything. Or if they get this Bedard kid, maybe he, you know what I mean? Maybe he stays. Yeah. Be like yeah. a mentor, 
Because Patrick Kane, I mean, obviously, yeah, the guy wants to win. That's, he's only won. He's won three times, dude. He's won everything. Like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's good. He's set. So we'll have to see what happens with that. But we will definitely be doing. Uh, I, I found out that the NHL trade deadline is actually not in February. It's March 3rd. Holy shit. It's a long ways away. Um, March 3rd is going to be when I'm in Vancouver. Oh, no. So we'll have to do a. Uh, a pre one for that. Yeah. Pre and post. Yeah. We still got to figure out what we're going to do with, with uh Thursday. Cause I got a basketball game at six. Well, so what we could do is fucking, maybe we'll start it. Um, like, can you be home at seven forty five? Is that a comfortable window? I think I can. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do a seven forty five start and we just, we'll do a bit of a shorter one. That's fair. You know, we'll go to fucking the, the regular time, nine, nine fifteen or Goes a little bit later. Goes a little bit later, but you know how busy my days are after work now. I want to start at the gym, but I don't even know if I have time because we're doing this on Mondays, Tuesdays yeah. I have basketball practice, Wednesday I'm in the bowling league, Thursday it's either this or coaching basketball, Friday it's either this or coaching basketball or playing softball. That's a busy man right there. Yeah. So when people think that I'm, late, I, I'm just tired. I got asked to join a fucking bowling team on Tuesday nights. I was like, fuck no, dude. Loki, a lot of fun. Loki, a lot of fun. Yeah, but I got podcast Monday, bowling Tuesday, mentally hockey Wednesday, podcast Thursday. So sometimes you fucking just need a night just to. I agree, bro. Trust me, I agree. I I didn't relax. Watch. I'm kind of glad that I did. It's it is fun, but I told him I was like, it's going to take up so much of my schedule. And my my mom, my stepdad, are like, we'll just pay for you, please, please. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Okay. Now, um, I guess that was it for the. Uh, Hockey part of the program. Did you, did you have any? I know we were doing this earlier on Xbox. You got any more uh, start bench cuts slash uh, Mary fuck kills? <laughs> Rob was asking me earlier if I who had Mary fuck kill between uh, who was it Matthews McDavid and Crosby. So I had to uh, switch it over to start bench and cut. <laughs> Why don't you bring up every conversation we've ever had on Xbox, bro? <laughs> do that instead i think it'd be kind of fun for the show you know like uh, i want to hear a, a start bench cut uh tom brady tom brady uh josh allen in that divisional game or daniel jones in round one So Josh Allen specifically in that game? Yeah, just that game. Start Josh Allen, bench Tom Brady, cut Daniel Jones. Yeah, Josh. I, I'm talking about. I understand. You think I? You think I knew that Josh Allen going into that game was going to have a dog shit game like that? No, I don't think anyone saw that one coming. No, so I'm starting. The guy's obviously nursing an injury. I mean, he has a UCL problem. It's been reported so many times. That was easy. Uh, start. Bench- All right. Um- Okay. Start. I was bench. gonna say. Uh, I have one more for you. Okay. You go. Yes. Uh, Mary fuck kill Beyonce Rihanna or Neil Patrick Harris. Kill Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say fuck him. No. I'll marry. I'll marry <laughs> Rihanna and I'll fuck Beyonce. All right. That was not. How I thought that was gonna go. I thought for sure you were gonna marry and fuck Neil Patrick Harris and probably do a double homicide with my uh, Neil Rihanna Patrick and Beyonce. The hilarious fucking man on Two and a Half Men. He's no pretty funny I, in everything he does, to be honest with you. 
best. And it's also hilarious because he's gay in real life, and every single character he plays normally, he just pounds pussy. Like it's fucking all of his characters are just <laughs> fucking legends. Uh he he was an absolute savage on two and a half men. Sav or not two and a half men. Yeah, how I met your mother, excuse me. Yeah, how I met your mother. Excuse Barney me. Stinson. I'm glad you remember his name. I forgot what his name was in there. I remember Ted. Okay, two and a half men guy. Ted, Ted was always fucking crying in that fucking show. Yeah, Ted's a fucking bitch. He's oh gotta be the worst god. character in that show. Oh my god. Marshall and Barney were definitely the two best. Marshall was good, yeah. 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 Yeah, and so then you had uh, you had, uh, you had one for me. Yeah, and Robin, I would totally would have banged her. Canadian. She she's very attractive. Yes. Okay. Speaking, I'm so glad you just brought this up. Oh no! Can you? I, I hope that my mic can pick this up because this is what this fucking what I'm assuming is this dumb American lady reporter oh. trying. Listen, no, 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 you understand? You understand? Yeah, she said the Canadian name wrong. Canucks. I hear it all the time on, on NBC Connecticut here. Hold on. Shut up for a second. Shut down. Turn up the volume, bitch. That doesn't pick it up. It doesn't pick it up well. I don't understand why. Oh, okay. You know what? I, I could next time set up professional audio and audio settings. I, I'll be able to fix that shit up next time, but. She says, Bruce. Yeah, you probably got like noise, noise, like uh, sound suppressor on. Is probably what it is. Because like when you're up here, I can hear you. But if you go back, I can't hear you. Yeah, I'm going to send this video to you real quick and you play it quickly on the, uh, on the thing really before we go. This far away from my microphone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful thing. Hello. Oh, no. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, check Twitter real quick. I just sent that over to you. Okay. I want you to, I want you to play that on the mic quick. Okay, here it is, World Hockey. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Can- Canucks. The team announced the Sunday, less than a week, president of hockey operations, Jim Rutherford, said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukit was hired as Boudreaux. Rick Tukit. Does this bitch not do any fucking research? Yeah, that's her job. This isn't my job. Like, Jesus job. Christ. That was yeah. like, you know what that reminds me of? You ever seen that fucking documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats? No. Okay. So it's a, you, you know, do you know the story about it? This guy who actually grew up like fucking five minutes down the road from me, from where I live now, started off by filming videos of himself killing cats and putting it online. What? And then he went. Yeah, and then he went from killing cats to, um, um, I think he would find these, like, uh, he would, I don't know if he was gay or if he was just posing as a gay man, but he would find these gay dudes on, like, Craigslist and shit. Fuck, I swear my eye again. And he would kill them, and then I believe chop up their body parts and shit. Like, he was a fucked That's up guy. Dahmer. Pardon? You're talking about Jeffrey Dahmer, basically? No, no, no. It'd be, it'd be like I guess, like, kind of like a modern day from fucking 2010, yeah. So... The, uh, he lives in Etobicoke, which is uh, like, like a little, like out of Mississauga, and I'm at the Mississauga and Etobicoke border. It's like Etobicoke's right before Toronto. Dude, they had this guy doing a fucking interview in there talking about, because these internet guys found him. He's like, yeah, then we found this small little town in Ontario called Etobicoke, Etobicoke, Ontario. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this probably had to have gone through like at least 20 people 
And now one of these fucking morons Googled how to say Etobicoke. Etobicoke is what these dumbasses were saying. <laughs> People, do your fucking research, oh, please. God. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I think, I guess, are we, uh, are we packing her in or what? I want to talk about some of baseball very briefly. Oh, shit. I totally forgot about baseball. My bad. I, uh, okay. Um, there was, I, I was big, trying to, a yeah. big happened across baseball and totally it had Miami it. Marlins and the Minnesota Twins. The AL batting champion, fraud of a champion, Luis Arez, was traded to the Miami Marlins for Pablo Lopez, big who trade. was their number two starter. Um, Arez is the batting champion because he pussied out the last couple games of the season to make sure that Aaron Judge didn't lock it up because he's a coward. It's a uh, bold strategy right there, baby. It's a bold strategy. And I'll tell you what. You know why I give him such shit for it? Because Bogarts played every fucking game right there with Aaron Judge. Bogarts was playing all the way to the end. And Bogarts' batting points decreased significantly. He still finished above 300. Arez is whatever. Shit happens. Aaron Judge is still better than him. doesn't matter. Anyways, back to Arez because, you know, what? he is a damn talented ball player. He has a career 314 batting average, a 316 last year, a 294 the year prior, 321 in the shortened COVID season. He only played 33 games. He only played 92 his rookie year, but he had a 334 average. Doesn't run very well on the bases, doesn't hit for power, but what this does do is give the, the, the Marlins some hope on getting runners into scoring positions and the guys that paid all that money to bring him in, Jorge Soler and Asviel Garcia. So, yep. play second base. They, they brought in Gene Segura to play third base. They trade away their shortstop. I don't know who's going to be filling the shortstop, but they have their star superstar player, Jazz Chisenholm, going to center field off him recommending, like, hey, I could play center. I don't like that one bit, Jazz. I mean, you're one of my favorite players in the league. You've been nothing but hurt ever since you came up, and that's playing second base. So what I do know with Jazz is he's one of the most electric players in baseball. If you saw him in New York or in Los Angeles or in Boston or Chicago, he'd be all over MLB. He's that talented and he's that electric and, and he's like the modern day Yasiel Puig. I'm just hoping that he, you know, finds a way to stay healthy in the field because the lineup with him and Arez in it, Jazz leading off, getting on base, stolen base, or getting moved by Arez and three, four, five could bring him yep. in. It's about time the Marlins had Sun, so this game, this time they don't lose one to nothing. They go to extra innings. All they ever do is lose. Yeah, that's one. true. So a good trade for them. And as it pertains to the twins, everybody was like, oh, well, I can't believe you're trading this guy away. He's your best hitter, blah, blah, blah. So was Brian Dozier, and they waited on him for way too long, and he eventually dipped out of the league. So if you ask me, I think this is the right move for the twins. They've had issues with their starting rotation, and Pablo Lopez has the promise to be uh, a damn good pitcher. Pablo Lopez last year, that's a baseball to... name right there, too. Pablo Lopez. Pablo Sandoval, Pablo Lopez, Potato Potato. Well, a little bit different, but both. You know, when I hear a Spanish name like that, I know that guy could throw a fucking ball. You know what I mean? He's 20 and 31 in his career, but I want to remind you, the Marlins, it's hard to win games when the offense isn't doing much. He went 10 and 10 last year and 32 games started. So 20 decisions to 32 starts. Uh, a 3.75 ERA, 1.17 whip, and 180 innings pitch with 174 strikeouts. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, we're doing a Sports K Fantasy Baseball League, and Zach's going to be a part of it. All right, so I'm finding this out, folks. Um, I guess I'll add it to my fucking 17 fantasy teams I'm already doing. 
correct? Not like I already forget to set enough lineups. We'll just throw one more into the throw more wrench into the bag. Is that, is that the saying? One more. And then um, news for the World Baseball Classic: Ronald Acuna Jr. will not be playing for Venezuela this year. Have you and seen doesn't... the Republic's lineup for the World Baseball Classic, bro? I can't say I have. Oh, Zach, bro, this is. Ha, dude, this is a scary fucking lineup. Canada beat him. No, no fucking chance. Well, listen, we're not going to have any Josh Naylor. Sorry, oh. Sorry Josh, folks, been a long day today. Josh Naylor, who's your daddy, bitch? Here's Mac as he rocked the baby on you guys. Yeah, and you know what else he rocked? He rocked his way into the fucking team bus all the way back to Cleveland after game five. World. Baseball classic. The world is a vampire. The world. I need. I need an echo. <clears throat> the world baseball course. No, it's not working out. The world baseball classic. Presented by Bud Light. Here it is. Okay. Leaning off from the Seattle Mariners, the rookie of the year, Julio Rodriguez. Batting second, the second baseman, the third baseman for the Guardians will be playing second base for them, Jose Ramirez. Good start, good start. And third, the left fielder from the San Diego Padres, Juan Soto. Oh, my God. Batting fourth, the former third baseman, now first baseman for them, Toronto Blue Jays, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. After four, I'm kind of ready to give him the title. Batting fifth, the designated hitter, the third baseman for the Boston Red Sox, Rafael Devers. Batting sixth, the former MVP, second last year in voting, the third baseman from the San Diego Padres, Manny Machado. Batting the MVP of the World Series, I believe. I know he was for the ALCS, the MVP, the shortstop, from the Houston Astros, Jeremy Pena. Batting eighth, the former catcher of the New York Yankees and Minnesota Twins, Gary Sanchez. So that's the worst name I've heard so far, and he's still good. Batting ninth, the right fielder from the New York Mets, Starling Marte. And their ace of a pitcher, the NL Cy Young winner from the Miami Marlins, Sandy Alcantara. So... Would you say that was Dominican? That's the DR. I want to go to the DR. I'm trying to go to the DR mid-ape. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I want to go see some titties. Zach. Some Dominican titties, you know? Oh, my. You are one horny bastard uh, on the back, on the pockets <laughs> today. No, I want to go to a nice all-inclusive. I've uh, been to an all-inclusive and fucking. I mean, it, it all comes hand in hand. Spear, titties. There's Wiener for you, so that that's our sign that we got to fucking plug the show, everybody. Right. Well, that's, okay. sign, that's it. We're gonna be back uh, Thursday. <laughs> five, we'll be here. We'll give out our playoff predictions, and we'll see if there's any other trades in the NBA heating up. Uh, we'll see what's going on with hockey. See if there's uh anything, anything going with baseball. On. Canucks, I assume anything happening with baseball. Um, uh, excuse me. TPC saw right the mic happening too. Uh, very soon for the PGA and the Phoenix Open will be happening very soon. Those are some electric events. NASCAR starting up soon. 
I also saw Live Golf got a uh, is getting some TV uh, endorsements. Be able to see them on television. Live Golf. I know how my dad feels about that. He hates the Live Golf tournament since he is a Bob. Hundred percent disagree with you. I think Live is going to be the best thing that could happen to golf. Well, there we go. It's two different worlds. But uh, I'm Robbie. That's Zach. Thanks you all for tuning in. And this is the part when the douchebag Zach Roden takes it away. Now, I don't know where the douchebag came from there, but fuck you, Robbie, you little... I almost said a word I shouldn't have said, so I'm glad I stopped. Um, I was going to call you uh, what Australian guys call cigarettes. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, folks. This is another episode of The Sports Cave. I'm Zach. That's Robbie. You guys enjoy your night, and we'll see you Thursday. And stay sexy, sports game.